telling somebody how to do something, but not actually supporting them in taking action, that contributes to the overwhelm of knowing all of the things they need to do. It contributes to the guilt that they might be giving themselves, the guilting and the shame that they might feel, but it doesn't help them to take action. Welcome to Socialette. I'm your host, Steph Taylor. As a launch strategist and digital marketer, I've learned a lot of lessons the hard way while building a seven-figure online business. If you're an overwhelmed business owner struggling to scale while also keeping your clients happy, this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable advice for creating an online business that feels good and brings you so much joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt that is designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co slash dbb or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Social Let. This is episode 554. Today, I'm answering the question of what should I give away for free and what should I charge for in my business? Some people say, give your best content away for free. And I actually disagree with this. As a listener of this show, you probably know that I give away so much incredible content for free. But the students of my paid courses, they will tell you that that stuff is even better. So I will talk a little bit today about why I don't actually think um, that giving away your best content for free is a very good approach. And how you can still deliver loads of value for free without giving everything away. I think the biggest point where I see people getting stuck with their free content is that they assume for it to be valuable, it has to be how-to content. It has to be, this is how you do this thing. This is how you solve this problem. This is how you achieve this result. And they go straight to teaching the how-to of what they offer in their paid products and services. They think that if they're teaching a course on how to create Facebook ads or how to run Facebook ads, they have to teach the how-to of this is how you set up your audience for free. This is how you choose who to target for free. Uh, instead of thinking about the other things that would be more valuable to somebody in those shoes. For example, I actually did this myself. I have an example from very early on in this podcast four years ago. I had an episode called How to Create a Marketing Strategy, something along those lines. And this was actually a service that I used to offer a few years ago. I don't anymore, but I used to create marketing strategies for clients. And I did an episode on how to create a marketing strategy. I will use this as an example throughout this episode, but this is an example of what not to do. And I'll show you, I'll show you why in a minute. So some problems with giving your how-to content away for free. Firstly, you are setting them up to fail. I love to use the example of working out, exercising, because personally, I know I could work out more often than I am at the moment. I know what to do. I know how to work out. I know that I feel good after exercise, but I still don't do it. And that's because there is a gap between knowing what to do and actually going out there and doing it, actually picking up the resistance bands and setting up my yoga mat. So telling somebody how to do something, but not actually supporting them in taking action, 
that contributes to the overwhelm of knowing all of the things they need to do. It contributes to the guilt that they might be giving themselves, the guilting and the shame that they might feel, but it doesn't help them to take action. And the how to create a marketing strategy example, the episode I did on how to create a marketing strategy, many of the people listening to that episode didn't even know why they needed a marketing strategy. So of course, they weren't going to prioritize creating one when they didn't know that they needed one. Or some people had already tried creating one in the past and they hadn't stuck to it or it hadn't worked. So in their minds, they had this belief that marketing strategies don't work for them. So until the first group understood why they needed a marketing strategy or the second group understood what went wrong with their previous marketing strategy, neither of them is going to want to follow my how-to advice. They're going to say, well, this is not for me. They'll skip it and it's not creating any value for them. Instead, I was just giving them more things to put in their, their plate of knowledge, which everyone has so much stuff that they know right now. And it's just making them feel more overwhelmed. The second problem with giving away too much how-to content or giving away any how-to content for free is that people don't value free. How many free eBooks have you downloaded and never opened? How many free webinars have you attended and never taken any action from? How many free tips do you look at every single day on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook? You don't take action on these because you don't have any skin in the game. You're not invested in it, so you don't prioritize it. But then the minute you invest in working with a coach, doing an online course, whatever it is you invest in, because you've spent money on it, now you're serious about getting results. So you do what needs to be done. You take that action. You get those results. So while free content still has its place, it's going to be far less likely to get the results that you want to help people to get because they're less likely to take action because they don't see the value in it because it's free. Whereas if they paid you and you gave them literally the same advice, they'd probably be like, oh yeah, this is valuable advice. I'm going to do it. The third problem with giving away how-to content for free is you need to make money in order to sustain your business and keep providing free content. Free content is great, but if you're not making any money, you don't have a business. You have an expensive hobby. The more money you make, the more able you are to create free content for people, the people who can't afford to work with you. You can hire people to do the other things in your business so that you have that time to focus on creating content, or you can hire someone to support you with that content creation. The way I think of it, the more money I make from supporting the people who can afford to work with me, the more I am able to help those who can't afford to work with me yet. But I can't just only put out free content. I have to charge for the best stuff. I have to charge also for that support, that accountability that people need to put the content into action, to put the knowledge into action to get those results. So how do I define then in my business what is going to be free content and what I'm going to put into my paid products? Let's look at that for a second. My free content is super valuable, but it's valuable in a way that isn't this is how you do this this thing. It's not how-to content. Usually it's helping you with smaller struggles, like how to know what to give away for free in your business, or it's answering questions you have about certain things 
that are standing in your way of getting the results you want to get. So instead of telling you how to achieve something, I'm sharing the things you need to know to be ready to take action. For example, instead of how to create a marketing strategy, it might be content that meets someone where they are at right now. So for someone who doesn't know why they need a marketing strategy, a great piece of content for them would be why a marketing strategy will help you be more focused and achieve your growth goals faster. For someone who has tried creating a marketing strategy in the past and has failed, it might be five reasons why your marketing strategy didn't work. For someone who believes that a marketing strategy is only for big companies and it's not for small businesses like themselves. Maybe a content topic would be why a marketing strategy is a must-have from day one of your business. These three pieces of content would be so much more valuable to these people than how to create a marketing strategy, because in each of these cases, they are not going to listen until they understand why they need one and why it's worth their time to create one. On the flip side, my paid content is very different. So when someone signs up to work with me or buys one of my products, they usually already know why they want to achieve the outcome. They've decided this is something I want to do. So I don't spend much time talking about why. If we're using the marketing strategy example, they would already know that they want and need a marketing strategy. So I wouldn't spend module one of my course saying, hey, this is why you need a marketing strategy. And it really annoys me when I see people's courses that waste all of module one telling you why you should care when you really just want to take action. The goal with paid products, paid services is to get them from point A to point B as quickly as possible. Get them that result, not load them up with extra knowledge or extra things to do. We want to give them what they need to know, but we don't want to slow them down with things that are nice to know, things that don't actually move them closer to their goal but that we're like, oh yeah, this is something really useful. Maybe they want to know that. But if it's not getting them there quicker, we're slowing them down. The other important and usually overlooked part of paid products and services is that they really need to play a role in bridging the gap between knowing and doing, the knowing and doing gap. Services, they if they're done for you, great. That that does the the doing and the knowing for them. But Coaching, for example, is something that bridges that knowing-doing gap because often your biggest barrier to action isn't that you don't know what to do, but that it's you're getting in your way or your mindset is getting in the way. In online courses or group programs, this might look like a community to support you and keep you accountable. It might look like Q&A calls where you can answer your students' questions or you can, um, you can support them in areas where they get stuck. It might be some kind of accountability program for your students. So whenever I am creating a new product, I always ask myself, do they need to know more or do they need more support in implementing what they already know? Because often we throw so much more knowledge and content at people when they really just need someone to help them take action, to help them stay accountable, to help them through all the mindset muck that comes up. That's what they need. They don't need somebody else to tell them all of the things that they're not doing. They just need help in the doing. 
So there you have it. That's the difference between free content and paid content, at least in my business. And as with everything I teach on this podcast, like there's no one right way of doing it. There are plenty of people who give away the most incredible free content and you know, their paid products are, their paid services are just coaching one-on-one with them. That's fine too. But this is one thing that I have found works really well for me. So I would really encourage you as an action step from this episode to start thinking about the the line between what you will give away for free and what your paid products and services will include. And it can help to map this out on a piece of paper. So you know, okay, these are the free content topics I talk about. And these are the things that I support people to take action with in my paid products. If you have any friends who are struggling with this topic right now, they don't know what to give away for free and what to charge for, share this episode with them, please. It's, you know, it's a really short listen for them. All you have to do is hit the share button, copy the link, send it over to them. It's how I get to help more people. And if you haven't already left me a rating and review in Apple Podcasts, really would appreciate it. I read every single review. It means a lot to me and it helps people who are thinking about listening to the show, but they don't know if it's any good or not. So those are my two little asks for you. Please share this with a friend. Please leave a rating and a review. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.